0: Why don't you purify yourself in the waters of Lake Minnetonka? And welcome to Enter VR, the podcast where virtual reality is talked about. My name is Chris Miranda, and today I am joined by Sergio Hidalgo, the creator of... Dread halls. Uh, thank you for coming on the show, Sergio. Thank you, Chris, for having me. Uh, this is exciting. Um, so, so Sergio, <coughs> I just played Dread halls. Uh, I just finished playing it. So, if you want to check it out uh, on the YouTube channel, I will submit a link on the EnterVR website so that you can watch me uh, shit bricks. And and <laughs> so so i need to ask you man like you have an interesting mind already like like i've seen i i think i i i just saw a snippet of what is inside your mind like that's in that's that was pretty awesome like how did you come up with the concept for dread halls the fact is i didn't really it kind
1: of evolved on on its own Oh. Uh, I started making uh, <laughs> a Star Fox-like on-rails shooter. Uh-huh. Uh, when I tried it on the Oculus Rift, it really it made me sick, really, really sick. Huh. So I knew I had to make something else. Um, I had this concept of a stealth game, and I started working uh, working on that. Mm-hmm. And it kind of evolved into a horror game. It, it was scary already. And a kind of push into that
0: direction. Okay, so so that's that's fascinating how it just sort of ended up becoming a horror game. Right, have have you made games before?
1: Yeah, I'm a professional game developer. Yeah, in Spain. This is not my first game.
0: Okay. <laughs> it's my first was Oculus Rift. Which came out amazing. What other games, if you don't mind me asking, have you have you developed?
1: Uh, you probably don't know about well, them. They are for the Spanish market only. Oh. Um, well, I, I have to go back in time. <laughs> okay. Uh, some, some game for an um, animated movie that wasn't really that, big, that good of games. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh,
1: then I worked in some kind of... If you have played uh, Titan... Titan Quest,
0: uh, a game
1: similar to
0: that. I'm familiar with it, but I have not played it.
1: Kind of a God of War clone. Oh, okay. And after that, I've uh, been working on uh, football management simulation in and that's it.
0: <laughs> that's that's awesome, man. That's a that's a that's a very impressive resume you got going on, man. That and and so. Why did you make dread halls for the rift? What what gave you the idea?
1: The rift. Yeah. <laughs> the rift. <laughs> uh, a co worker bought one. Um, mm-hmm. I used it in the office. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was eye opening.
0: Yeah. What was your. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like I, I need. So, what was your like your your first impression? The first time you put it on, you did mention it was eye opening. But like, what else crossed your mind?
1: Well, it's a new experience, a new way of playing games. I mean, there are these new consoles coming out, mm-hmm. and they are more more of the same. Mm-hmm. But the Rift is is something different. That doesn't mean it's going to to be always better Mm -hmm. but the experience itself the ability to have something some kind of new experience that's what i think is the most valuable thing about it
0: yeah it it truly is so so this is this is awesome because dread halls has been getting so much attention and it has been had such so much popular reviews what has been uh, ha- have people outreached to you? Have people tried to talk to you uh, about developing or, or help with opportunities or whatnot?
1: Yeah, I got a few calls and mails here and there. Wow. Um right now I'm I'm making this on my own. Wow. But that's mean I want to get someone else to help sometime in the future.
0: Did you you use Unity to create this? Yeah. Ah. Wow. So did you like build the? Did you buy the assets from the asset store, or did you sort of use Blender, or what did you? How did you put that the the actual uh, halls together?
1: The halls themselves are really basic procedural stuff. Mm-hmm. The decoration, the props, mm-hmm. uh, from the Unity asset store, and so is the creepy Car. And um, some of the assets I made, some that I found online, free assets or licensing, and that's about it. There are, there are many graphics in it.
0: That's am- that's that's still amazing, man. And and I I, get, I take it you took the music and the sounds also from the asset store.
1: From free sounds. Free- I think that the website. Free- FreeSounds.com. I don't remember.
0: Wow. The. So so there's something really cool about Dread Halls where every time you start the game it it scrambles or it makes it makes the maze random like you start from another place and that yeah. and that gives it a very good replay value like uh I've played it I've already I played it a couple times before I just did this let's play video and I I I mean I played it for like 2 minutes and I couldn't I couldn't keep going um it was too much <laughs> It's dude you You have an insane mind, man. Like, what is? What was? Okay, I need to. I need to prod inside your mind. What is your favorite horror movie of all time? Oh
1: well, (laughs) Uh, that's a hard question. (laughs) (laughs) I like the uh, most of horror movies. I see, I like them. Yeah, but uh, I would say something like "The Rain" is. You have to know the favorite, it's really
0: hard to say what is the favorite, mm-hmm. but those are the movies I like. Yeah, damn, that's, well, The Ring is a good idea. Ad- that is
1: Lovecraft inspired, mm-hmm. that's something I, I'm probably going to like.
0: Hey, you mean HP Lovecraft? Yeah. Yeah, oh, okay. So so are, are we expecting, uh, should we expect one day to have a Cthulhu uh, game from you one day?
1: I don't know, I mean, I like the need to. I think I want to make my own thing rather
0: oh. than just another adaptation, yeah, then no that works so the 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 halls are, are 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 the the sound and the halls the whole environment is is crazy do you do you get scared playing testing out your your game every once every once in a while, or are you like all right, I didn't know exactly what's going on here like um.
1: The fact that it is uh, random generated
0: mm-hmm.
1: means I know I can't know when I'm going to get a scare. So the jump scares always get me. But the thing is, I'm always thinking, "Well, this isn't this isn't working like it's all or this could be improved." So it's kind of a mix. I probably don't get as scared as someone playing the game for the first time,
0: mm.
1: but I still get a scare.
0: That's crazy. That is... that is, And it, it's such a good idea, that, that randomized maze. Uh, are there, like, different exits, or is there always one exit?
1: No, it, there's only one exit.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. And so, l- let's walk through the bosses. You got the gargoyle. You got that... That that gargoyle is freaky as fuck, <laughs> by the way. Good job with that one. That was... that That's a good... That's a perfect effect because you you, you look at it, you turn around, and then it moves, and then it's behind you. It's crazy. It's such a good effect. Then you got the the crazy mummy girl with the hair. That one, that one when it starts screaming at you and the and the audio just gets just starts pumping up. That one, yeah, that gets your heart rate up. Um, then you got the three-legged giant thing. Um, yeah, it actually, has four legs. Four legs.
1: Yeah. Oh okay. Kind of, uh,
0: no. It's kinda of dark the in light. there, so Yeah
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> uh what else am I missing? Because...
1: You, get, you get too close to see that, you're probably dead. Yeah.
0: <laughs> what else am I missing? Because I was running straight through the thing. I was just I, I need to get out. I need to get out. I need to find the exit. So so I, I only I've only seen those three. Are there any more uh monsters inside the halls? No,
1: that's all it is. And the rest is your
0: tricks and me playing with your mind. Yeah, yeah, you are playing with people's minds, man. Are you? How how can I call? What have you? Has anybody ever called you a a merchant of terror? Because you you <laughs> you are you no, no. in the but in the good sense of the word. I don't know if there is, but there is a there, in the good sense of the word. You are spreading terror across the world, like. Has that ever crossed your mind? That thought? No, nothing. I mean, <laughs> well, embrace it, sir, because this is this is this is yeah. You have something amazing. I do not like paying for experiences that get me scared, but dread halls is, is on a whole nother level. Like, I don't like watching scary movies. I I don't. But but when you go inside dread halls, it's like I'm not. A, this isn't a movie. This isn't a movie. This is an experience. Um. And I yeah. recommend anyone who hasn't tried Dread Halls, you need to get on this thing and, and make sure it's 3 in the morning and you're alone in your house. And yeah, and pump up that volume with, with headphones at least. Um,
1: yeah, make sure your blade is standing up.
0: Standing up?
1: Yeah. <gasps> that really changes immersion.
0: Yeah, I'll do it next. Now I gotta do it again. I gotta get in there again. <laughs> <laughs> um, dude, that's you're 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 crazy. That this this is this is such a cool like what a cool game. Um, tell I me about it. tell me a bit more about yourself. Like, what did you what did you study in school? What were what what's your passions like aside from gaming?
1: Well, I gaming is actually my passion, My passion. Your ultimate. That, I like that. Yeah. Um, I studied computer science.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: in fact, I was kind of a hardware
2: geek.
1: Ah. I made an, an emulator for the, <laughs> as my final career project. So the, the virtual reality is really it mixes the two patients together.
0: Mm-hmm. So why, why virtual reality for you? Why do you think virtual reality is compelling?
1: Uh, actually, I, I feel like a, an outsider, because there are these people who spend years following the dream of virtual reality and pushing it forward, and I kind of forget about it <laughs> after 90 is crazy.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I kind of think uh, sort of it of a kind of like flying cars or intelligent robots. hmm um, something that that would be cool to have, but I did really expect to see see it working as it is now.
0: Do you do you plan to make money with Dread hall sometime in the future? I hope
1: so. <laughs> uh, as of now I'm an indie developer and I'm working full time on turning dreadful into a whole game.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Let's see
0: what happens. Yeah, I yeah, I, I'm excited for you. Are you planning on adding any more updates or levels or monsters later on, or is that in the pipe work?
1: Yeah, uh, more content, more kind of different styles of maps
0: mm-hmm.
1: or enemies. Uh, I don't like the word enemy. It means that uh, you can kill it and you can't. <laughs> yeah. Are more like haters. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know. I, I guess I'll
0: uh, see what what comes out. Yeah, that's uh that's exciting, man. Do you have a date for when you might release a next update? I mean, take your time by all means. Make make sure you you get this thing nice and good. But like, I'm excited. So, do you have any? Well,
1: not a date, but well, my idea was to make a pre-release version mm-hmm. in a few months, I guess. Um, depending on how that works. Uh, that means the final version will come with more or less content.
0: Okay. Have you thought about what... Because you're you're a developer now. You are a VR virtual reality pioneer. And as a, as a person who's exploring and, and, and finding your way along with everybody else what have you what sort of business model do you think you're going to adopt are you going to adopt like a a free-to-play sort of model or a you know pay pay you know pay go go ahead and and pay or are you going to be like um uh i don't know what what, how do you think what's the best way to to make money from from a vr game i guess it depends on your game Mm
1: -hmm. uh for dreadfuls i think the they watch, play forever. Mm-hmm. Is the best moment. No, I don't know. I mean, it depends on what the people want.
0: Yeah. What do the people? Uh, what What is the feedback that you get the most from people? What do What do most people say about Dread Halls? Give me both the, the positive and what is the what is the negative that that people most most give to you.
1: The majority of people like the game.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, that surprised me, because when you are working on a game in a three weeks game, mm-hmm. you don't expect much, much of it. I mean, it's like a this thing I did because I was born, because the VR Jam was an opportunity to make something, but didn't res- respect to have this kind of response for it. Wow. The negative thing, well, <laughs> there are people who can't handle the game, which is a problem if you, <laughs> you want to make money. Mm-hmm. But I like it that way. I mean, I don't want to make a less scary game because some people can handle as it is now. So, and, go ahead. Yep. Yeah. Uh, um, the thing that procedural generators have is they make the game replayable, but they tend to create bad experiences sometimes. Mm. Like you find the exit around the corner or something like that that's something that i plan to improve in the following versions that's a
0: challenge so so people actually have told you hey can you make this game less scary have that, is that really
2: <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> oh no you need to amp. you know you know what you should do instead you should amp it up you should make it even more scarier like not not only am i not going to listen to you i'm going to go the opposite way uh it's crazy your 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 game really is or experience or whatever you like to call it is it really is has a, a profound uh effect on 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 the user when they're in there like those jump scare moments like like it's 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 crazy <laughs> i don't know how to describe it man it's but you are great. on. <laughs> yeah uh, will there be a storyline sometime or or is it more is yeah. this more okay very cool yeah
1: I, I don't know what right now but I plan to have some stories some exploration going on
0: so how many hours of work did you put into like you know just a, a guesstimation how many hours do you think you put in there Um, the
1: original game the one I sent to the VR mm-hmm. jam was about Two and a half, three weeks of work. Wow. Uh, and after that, I've been working on my spare time. Um, some weeks I work more, some weeks I work less. It's hard to estimate. Hmm. I would say around five weeks total, something like that.
0: That's really impressive, man. Uh, and, it, and it speaks to the fact that you're a professional developer. I'm trying to create something with Unity right now, and I feel like, a, like, a, like an ape, like a primitive... <clears throat> Ape trying to work alien technology um it's 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 and it's not even that bad like unity is is probably the most accessible of all the programs it's just for me it's like all right i gotta i got a mountain to climb but but i find your ability to create something so cool so so amazing in two to three weeks inspiring and i i'm gonna keep pushing because uh the sky's the limit now we have this new canvas to paint on and 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 people will be able to explore our own dreams it's 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 awesome man how is uh how how are people in spain reacting to like the rift and oh, dread halls and just virt- virtual reality in general has it hit you guys yet i know in america it hasn't i mean the vast majority of people who i run into they'll be like oh and, and they see my rift they're like oh that's an oh that's your toy right there or like oh he goes with your, with his toy or they don't know that VR is going to be something huge uh, in the 21st century. So for you, like, you know, what do people say when they when you tell them I'm a virtual reality developer and Oculus Rift and this and that?
1: Most people never heard Oculus Rift mm. or virtual reality. They remember the 90s version of virtual reality, and mm-hmm. um, that changes when you actually put them into the Rift. Um, then they realize that it's going to be huge. They want to know how to get one, and um, I guess it's something that you have to try in order to believe.
0: Yeah, it, it yeah, it truly it really is. It's like it's definitely one of those things you have to try. It, otherwise, it, and so I think that's an obstacle, a bit of an obstacle for Oculus because. Uh, and I hope they pull this off. I th- I think it'll be amazing one day where an, uh, Oculus starts launching the the Rift and they take you know thousands of Rifts into malls and people can try try them out a, a, for free and and actually you know experience VR before they decide oh okay I I think I'm gonna I think this is going to be life changing. Um,
1: yeah, uh, on the other side, uh, these last weeks was. Madrid Games Week it was a kind of a conference of developers mm. and about games. And there was an Oculus Rift in the, the show. And the queue was enormous. Like everyone that sees the Oculus Rift wants to try it. Yeah. They want to know what, what is so good about it. Yeah. So I think it, I think it has a bright future.
0: I I think so too. As a developer yourself, what do you think the consumer version should have for you to pull pull for you to create the best content that you can create?
1: Uh, more resolution, mm-hmm. head tracking. Mm-hmm. I mean, positional head tracking, and those are the big few. I mean, the the things that it should have. And anything more than that is just a bonus uh, I think that is better but I mean the thing that makes
0: or breaks the rift is resolution and position okay. yeah yeah that, hopefully those are the lowest hanging hanging trees in the, to, to pick from because yeah resolution is huge it, it really is um, especially when I show it to like you know technology enabled people they, they put it on and they're amazed they're impressed but there's always that but but is the resolution better and I, and I tell him the not help. yet not yet <laughs> it's going to get there <laughs> yeah. yeah what about as a software developer what what's the difference for you developing for the rift than you know compared to developing to regular platforms have you learned in, uh what have you learned from from developing for the rift what's different uh actually the guys are plus are
1: doing a hell of a job. Mm. I mean, the HDK is, is easy, the unique integration is perfect. So there are that many differences and most of it comes to design. Like you can use a, a traditional menu or user interface. You have to change that because it doesn't work in a 3D environment. The scale of the scene, the objects has to be perfect, or otherwise you will notice Something is oh. Hmm. but it's really it's easier than it sounds. In my experience.
0: Yeah. Huh. What have you What have you learned, or what have you sort of picked up as a dev, as you've been developing for the rift, that's been sort of surprising or caught you off guard?
1: <laughs> the feeling of presence, in the same is just. I mean, uh, sorry. That's no, okay. <laughs> I a uh, couple of minutes. The thing is that in most games, you see the the environment in a screen, in a monitor. Mm-hmm. But when you are actually there, when you see the monster that you put into the game, and you see it's, it's bigger than you, that changes your perspective on what you're doing, really. It stops being making a game. It's more like, making an environment like you are designing a real life attraction rather than just a a virtual environment
0: i've never seen it that way and you're absolutely right you are designing a a real it feels like i mean it's it's gonna be one day a real life environment and you're gonna be populating it and so yeah I, i i would i would definitely see how design uh comes to mind, and, and how different approaches are gonna have to be taken. It's that's crazy, huh? Hmm. What about uh? What about adding like co-op or multiplayer? Is this gonna be a forever alone experience?
1: Uh, it's hard to tell at this point. Yeah. I mean... The thing about multiplayer is that it becomes more of a game rather than a scary experience. Mm-hmm. So that can make it work, and mm-hmm. keep it being scary, mm-hmm. but having more people, uh, I could do it at a time. But I think the the focus here is in having a scary experience. Mm. So that's what I'm trying to do.
0: Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, You know, it'd be cool if, if one person can be the runner and the other person is the monster, and, yeah, you know, you got this, this cat and mouse sort of game happening. I don't know, but but I... Yeah,
1: have some person control the environment, ah. and let the person be in that environment.
0: Then oh. you
1: can spawn monsters or something like that
0: that that sounds amazing yeah controlling you, uh, one person controls the environment the other one is inside that environment wow that sounds like a movie <laughs> you know i i think about like the next 50 60 years and uh, that you know the life you and i will populate and will 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 live out and i'm so excited because no one could have predicted the rise of virtual reality the way it's happening right now and who knows what's going to happen next year or two years from now what do you yeah. think what is your biggest concern for virtual reality um what is your biggest hope
1: my biggest hope is that it becomes its own platform
0: mm.
1: that it doesn't depend on consoles or smartphones or TV. that it has a life on its own mm. and i think it's also important that it doesn't it doesn't get limited by games. Like it can make new experience for other people that doesn't like games.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And if you've played Titan Space or any of the games out there that are not games, that are more like experiences or exploration experiences, uh, most people that don't like games, I think they are going to like it anyways because of that experiences.
0: What is your biggest concern?
1: My biggest concern, <laughs> that it becomes a a peripheral for the PC, like you know the steering wheel or the joystick or yeah, those expensive peripherals that you buy, you try it for some days and then you keep it away and <laughs> never use that again.
0: Oh, yeah, that's actually that's actually a. Uh, a, a concern that not just you, but uh, the uh, the creators of Time Rifters, uh, Proton, he he had that same concern that he he pointed out. Look, I have this steering wheel behind me, and it's still sitting there collecting dust. You know, I don't I don't want the rift yeah. to turn into that.
1: I mean, we probably have everyone has something like that. Mm-hmm. You you have been playing games, you mm-hmm. probably got something like that, and at some point, yeah, and um, it's there. <laughs> you don't use it, and it's forgotten.
0: What do you think? What is? What do you think then is the biggest obstacle for Oculus and virtual reality to overcome right now?
1: I mean, getting people to use it. Mm-hmm. you get enough people to create a hype and really get it started, I think I think it will will be successful. Yeah. But you need to get people tried so that they
0: know it's not the same that the virtual reality of the nineties was. Yeah, I agree. It's uh it, it because once you try it then you're like, okay. You know what I what, what ends up happening to people that I let them try my rift out? They end up uh seeing the world with uh like Drash would say, V VR colored glasses. Now everywhere sure. they go and they everything they see they're like, oh I wonder how virtual reality would look like with this or I wonder if virtual reality could be used for this or that. Personally, for you, are you uh, would you ever consider doing a, an application outside of gaming for virtual reality?
1: Yeah, uh, I mean right now I'm most interested in games,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but something like an educational experience like Titan's of Space or something like that, uh, I wouldn't rule out.
0: No. Are you? I wonder I wonder about this are how do you stay in touch with the community how do you keep up with your information are you using Reddit or Oculus forums or MTBS what is what is your main source of like staying up to date with the community
1: Reddit and the developer forums are my main my main sources of information mm-hmm. and then I'm following on Twitter certain people
2: mm-hmm. like
1: the Oculus developers and you know that kind of the community of the people, Yeah. Uh, that's about it.
0: Okay. Have you? How do, what do you think of the... how has been the community, the VR community uh, for you? How's that experience been so far?
1: Really great. I mean, the response to the results by the community was... I didn't expect that at all. <laughs> <laughs> there's also a very good community of developers, like sharing other you learn and sharing scripts for Unity,
0: that kind of thing it's uh it's really a great community yeah it, it it really is it's uh it's like nothing i've ever seen before so huh, this is yeah this is this is this is a very cool conversation i'm like i'm still thinking about dread halls man like i i just came out of there and i'm like well this guy i am talking to the man that created that 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 is trippy to me um because I was. I'm
1: living with that man. Huh? I'm living with that man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> How uh, do you like horror movies? Are you? Oh, what is your favorite kind of movie? Before I even get to that.
1: Yeah, I uh, horror is is something different, really, about about horror that other movies don't have. I mean, most movies don't create a physical response on you
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, horror does that
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, that's interesting on, on its own uh, same with bo- horror books and with horror movies or horror games I mean and the ability to create a physical reaction reaction on on your audience I mean if you are a creator you probably like that how, okay. how could you how couldn't you like that yeah
0: yeah it's it, you it, it horror does give you a a distinct physical response than anything else um you're yeah you're, you get this you get this like sharp it's like this sharp thing like when when you get like when there's moments in in, in dread halls where the crazy girl jumps at you or the or the gargle is right in front of you like there's moments in there where like, my heart rate goes up. I start sw- cold sweating. I mean, it, it's it, it definitely is a physical experience. Like it's it's just as and it's and this is day zero. That's the thing. Like virtual reality, like is is barely getting started, and I I, I see a bright future. Um, yeah. Like, what would you think uh, would be the ultimate? Have you dreamed about what would be the ultimate virtual reality experience in your opinion?
1: Something like the Matrix, I guess. Uh. When you, you are completely taken apart from the world and you are immersed into a different virtual world and every sense is reflecting that reality. Uh, so your brain believes that, believes what your senses are telling you. Do
0: you think the... Conc- I guess, Go ahead, sorry.
1: I guess we are still a bit far from that, but we are on the right way.
0: I, yeah, we are. It's it's crazy. I, I yeah, it, it is. Do you think what do you do you think the controller is gonna stick around very much with virtual reality, or are we gonna have to move to something else? And and and, and if so, what do you think that would be?
1: Right now, the controller is gonna stay because that's what people have and what they are used to, to having.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I think the something like the Razer Hydra is probably going to be if not the most effective control, one of them, but I think it still needs a bit more work on polishing stuff and making it work really well. Yeah.
0: Huh. This is. I need to ask you. Have people try? Like, have people tried to value dread halls? Like, have people come up to be tell you, like, hey, listen, dread halls you can charge $20 for that or $10 or have you yourself thought about like how much money you could charge for, 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 for playing Dreadhalls?
1: Yeah. If I make it a commercial game, Mm -hmm. uh, well, I still don't know how much I would charge, but that's my idea. I mean, uh, payment, uh, well, like most games, uh, payment for the, for the experience.
0: Yeah. But you don't, you wouldn't, you, it's too early for sure to tell, like, how much...
1: It's a bit early, it's a bit early. In um, the fact, is, there aren't any commercial, trade-only games
0: hmm. that
1: I know of. So it's it's a new market, and we don't know how it's going
0: to be. That's, that's the exciting thing about this, this whole new market thing. Um, would you consider developing and in, in cross-platforming Dreadhalls to PS4 if... Sony decides to jump in, all in, on the HMD game?
1: Well, I would consider, but as of now, the only, the only player in town is Oculus. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Oculus headset, I have it on my desk. The Sony's, well, why is it? I mean, I'm sure they are working on it, but I think the, there is a big gap between announcing, hey, we are working on this headset, and having it on people's desks.
0: I need to ask your opinion on devices such as like the VR Ace or the Syson Lab, Sison Xscope or the Durovis Dive. You know, the, these devices that uh, you use this the, the, the strap and then you slide your phone inside and you use your smartphone as your virtual reality device. What's your opinion on, on, on these devices right now?
1: I haven't used any of those, so uh, I didn't, I don't really have uh, any opinion. Uh, if I try, uh, I would have an opinion, I mean. <laughs> uh, the, the idea, the basic idea is, I think it sounds good. You have to, uh, your smartphone, so yeah. it lowers the cost of the device. But I don't know if it will work as well as the ratio.
0: Yeah, it, it it's definitely it's definitely like an open an open question to to see if it'll it'll um, match the rift or 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 bite into the rift's market share in the future. We'll see. Yeah, man. All right.
1: Anyway, so yeah. there are probably going to be not only one headset, but a, a bunch of them. Hmm. So. developers we probably need to take that into account and don't limit ourselves to one single device because if this market really explodes yeah there are going to be more people making these headsets
0: yeah for sure is there a rift experience out there that you've tried that, that that stands out for you a lot is there something uh that you're like, oh, this is this is a cool experience. This is a cool demo. I, I, I could learn, or we could learn a thing or two from this.
1: There are several of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, you see, the VR Jam games. Mm-hmm. There are some really amazing experiences out there. Yeah. Uh, and also some some games like Minecraft that they weren't made for the for the rip but they work really really well on virtual reality.
0: Yeah, Minecraft. It feels like Minecraft uh, and the Rift go where, were designed to go hand in hand. Especially right yeah. now, the this developer's model, you know, the resolution isn't that great, and, and it fits it fits just fine with Minecraft, and it's 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 really good. I, I enjoy it a lot. Um. So so you would say Minecraft is probably one of your favorite experiences, huh?
1: Yeah, Minecraft. Uh, there is also Titan's like Space. The Racer Hydra Hydra cover shooter that was really amazing. Um, I don't know probably probably forgetting about some of them. Yeah. <laughs> right
0: now, um,
1: Epic Dragon was, was really good.
0: So you've you've played you're you're, you're a gamer, right? Have you, owned, yeah. uh, have you owned Nintendo 64 or PlayStation PlayStation 2?
1: Yeah, I was more of a PC gamer. Oh, okay. Uh, I own, own uh, I say a Sega Dreamcast. Huh. But that didn't turn out so well. <laughs> uh, and after that, I've been, I've been with PC, and right now, I'm probably going to go to buy the PS4. Ah. Uh. Um, you...
0: Yeah. What are your favorite, name your top five. PC games of all time you're, that you've enjoyed playing. Wow, <laughs>
1: wow, that's that's probably. Impossible. <laughs> I mean, I can name games that should be on top top five, but uh, there are probably more than five that should be there. <laughs> uh, XCOM probably is one of those. Uh-huh. Uh, so is Amnesia. I mean. uh, the Elder Scrolls series. Uh, I don't know which one, probably Morrowind or Skyrim. I don't know, it's so many games.
0: You have three so far, you have two to go.
1: Oh man. Half-Life. Um... Yeah.
0: <laughs> all the classics. So far you've named yeah. all the
1: classics. All classics and... Probably that means I'm not so fond of lately. Most of the games that have been coming out so far, I mean, big title games. And mm-hmm. um, lately, I've been playing more of uh, indie games, and there are so many that are really good. I and mean, last game I played was Gone Home, mm-hmm. it was really immersive.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. By the way, I think that probably more really well on the record.
0: What's your opinion with the 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 console the console wars, the consoles generation it, in general, and 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 what do you think is going to happen? I mean, we're we're just speculating. We're just talking here. Um, what do you think is going to happen once the rift goes out? Do you think the rift will have a uh, an impact on the on the console wars?
1: Uh, I guess it will, but I mean, for it to really have a big impact, mm-hmm. uh, it has to become massive, uh, really really massive. Like Call of Duty is, and I still don't see that happening really fast. I think it needs more time. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think in time, it will, it will get there. And, you know, Sony, Sony has, is already making their own the, um, headset. Mm-hmm. So I guess they see this as probably not a defining point, but something that needs to be taken in account.
0: Uh, yeah, it, 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 I agree. I think, what do you think about the the console and the argument that people put out that the consoles have Slow down the pace of innovation in the area of gaming. Do you think that's a valid argument?
1: It's somewhat valid. I mean, innovation, you probably see more innovation in PC. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: The fact that PC is an uh, open platform probably means that more people uh, are going to make some really weird things for PC Mm -hmm. that they they wouldn't be able to publish in a console environment. So. Um, on the other side, it has really—I mean—consoles don't really stop innovation. They also push innovation in getting games for a massive amount of people that probably wouldn't play all that was, was a PC game.
0: Yeah. Do you think PC gaming will will ever get to, you know, the heights that the consoles got? It, it, do you think? What do you think? Do you think that's the First of all, do you think Steam and Oculus pairing up, uh, you know, Valve and Oculus pairing up and, and, you know, the Steam machines, they're not, uh, the people at Oculus, they're not good at keeping, you know, like speculation and rumors down. They're, 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 you know, every time they they ask Palmer or one of those guys, like, you know, what's what's the deal with Valve and and Oculus? And they're like, we're good friends. And then you're like, what? Okay, give me more. Like... (laughs) Well, uh, it doesn't mean they
1: are good friends. <laughs> you <know? laughs> uh, well, do you think it, all, are, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: it would be amazing if, if Valve and uh, Oculus teamed up and all of a sudden the Steam machines are Oculus enabled?
1: That would be. Uh, I guess. Well, it's, it's all a speculation at this point. I, mean, yeah. I don't want to really speculate on this, but I guess. There are already games in Green light or uh, on a Steam that are saying that, hey, this is an Oculus Rift experience. And, yeah, you can play it on a monitor, but this is designed for the Oculus Rift. Whoa. So I think Valve has to take that into account as well.
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Since we're speculating, let's speculate some more. Or I'm going to speculate some more. You know what would be amazing? If... And this is the, this is gonna, I mean, this is what the internet has been thinking for and has been dreaming for a while since the Oculus came out. And, and, um, you, you think of Oculus and Valve in the same sentence, you think about Half Life 3 in VR. <laughs> I mean, why not? Gabe, what? Gaben, please, if you're listening, please think about it. I know, I know it's, it, it's not. I don't even know what to tell you. Dude, I just, just please give us Half-Life 3 with VR. I will give you more money. I don't have money, actually. Damn it. I'll do something. Because think about it. The Half-Life 3 in VR, that could be the killer app that Oculus needs to get out there.
1: Sure. I mean, if you play Half-Life 2 with VR and the Hydra controller, mm-hmm. it's <laughs> it, that's not Half-Life 2. That's something else. It's a new experience.
0: So yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Half Life Two, I, I still get I still need to get my VR legs with Half Life Two. Do you personally get simulation sickness? With Half Life Two,
1: yeah. Uh, I mean, it's a game in which you move. I don't know what a speed, but really fast, and it was not made for the rip, That it shows. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, when you when you make a game design it for the Rift and take these things into account, I think the experience is not going to be like
0: that. It's going to be a little bit Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. Once once you design with the Rift in mind, the only the only problem right now is just trying to get the word out as much as we can, and and, and trying to and trying to get as many people as possible putting on the Rift. Um, yeah. Honestly. There, there isn't a better marketing campaign than going out to malls and bringing around HD riffs and letting people try them. Uh, and then, and then you film them and you put that, put that on YouTube and then oh, you on get. YouTube?
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that grandma video was <laughs> like when people see other people trying the rift and having those experiences, they want to try. They say, what What is that? I want to to, to do that. I want to see the, what is What is it all about?
0: Yeah. So yeah, I, I think it works like that. It's It's crazy. You speak about the the grandma video, and 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 I think about like, you know, you see these videos of people getting scared or being in complete awe of this technology. Um, I think it's one thing to see what's happening, what they're what they're saying, but it's a whole nother level if you are seeing their heart rate or their blood pressure or, or their GSR, the galvanized skin receptor. I, I think I made up that word, but uh, yeah, it would be really cool. I, I actually just tried, I tried to record my heart rate as I was playing dread halls and um, the implementation that I was tr- trying to put together. I don't didn't was, was too clumsy. So, so Unfortunately, I don't know if I'm going to go back into Dread Halls to play it again with another <laughs> heart rate monitor, <laughs> but um but the one that I was using, like there was a, a there was a, a an objective uh, a a real impact on my heart rate. I, my, my my resting at first when I started the game, my resting heart rate was around 61 uh, beats per minute. And at the end, towards the end, when I was just trying to get out of there and survive, like I, it had brought it up to like around 74 beats per minute. Like
1: Yeah, probably you were also sweating.
0: Valve uh, <laughs> yeah.
1: uh, did some studies on this, and they measure, measured some, I don't know what, was, people's head rates, and tried to make some kind of peripheral that can measure the the people the people's head rights and feed that information back into the game so that you can take that into account and make some decisions on what to solve next or what to do next to that person. And I think that if that is true, if that becomes a reality, I mean if the Steam Controller for instance has that, uh, I would really like to give it a go and implement some kind of integration.
0: So if you're listening out there, whoever's out there listening, um dude help us plug in heart rate to the rift because because it'll it'll start you know what's going to start becoming it'll start becoming the controller of the future the human body i think is 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 designed to be the controller for vr like 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 the stem like the hydra you know you got these positional trackers on your wrists and your ankles and stuff like get rid of that let's 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 go all out and just you know, either use a connect 2 camera or or find a way to track the body in 360, and not only the body but the organs and all the different psychological, like physiological changes that are happening inside VR, like your you know heart rate yeah. and all that good stuff. What do you think as a developer? Like if if you were giving if you started if you if you were given heart rate information um what do you think you would be able to design
1: one of the problems of the that holes right now is intensity Mm -hmm. like there are sometimes the weather intensity is really high and sometimes there are no monsters and the intensity of the game is low so having that information of what you are actually feeling to control the intensity and spawning monsters based on that or the movie monster, even if they are getting too excited,
0: uh, I think that it could make a, a better experience overall. Yeah, uh, I, and, and it speaks to the fact that the experience that I just had, only, I only ran out, ran into two monsters and I only had, I I, I only, I, I say like I, I wanted that, but I had two or three jump scares moments in the 12 yeah. minutes that I ran through it trying to get to the exit. Um, I think, I think there could have been more, but the reason, but the reason why, um, the game didn't is because one, it's randomized and two, it doesn't know that my heart rate is starting to rest. And, you know, like, yeah, imagine if there was a, a way to, you know, keep that heart rate up somehow by, by, you know, you, if, if, if it starts, uh dropping past this point then we gotta up the intensity if it starts getting too high then you need to call a doctor and 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 get yourself checked um
1: yeah uh for the intensity i want to improve the intensity management in the full game i mean Mm -hmm. this was a a demo version actually and didn't take that into account Mm -hmm. so having all the elements in the game work as a whole rather than independently of each other i think they will make experience uh, a little more
0: balanced
1: hmm.
0: than it is now man is there are you are you thinking about raising money to 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 build a full game would you or are you thinking about just going at it you know notch minecraft style and and, and trying to pull it off uh, by yourself like have you thought about doing Kickstarter or finding yourself a, a venture capitalist who might be interesting and in, interested in, in funding uh, more development? I thought
1: about Kickstarter or crowdfunding. But mm-hmm. I mean it's not that easy, it comes with its own disadvantage. So if I can find the game myself or find some people who can help me connect in the game I mm-hmm.
0: uh,
1: probably won't crowdfund.
0: No, okay. Why, uh, why do you think crowdfunding is not ideal for you?
1: Uh, it puts a lot of extra work on the developer mm-hmm. uh, with all the rewards and promotion and everything else, uh, and it also uh, keeps your focus away from the developing developing the game itself. Um, I think if you don't really need it. I think it's better to not
0: call that one. Yeah, it makes sense to me. It works. Yeah, that works for me, man. So that being said, uh, we're about to jump into the uh, question: Would you rather? Question and answer section of the show, where I'm gonna ask you the most random questions from in, <laughs> from inside my head. Um, are you ready, sir? Okay. Dun, 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 dun. All right, sir. Would you rather uh, be born? A whale shark or an elephant? <laughs>
1: uh whale shark I mean.
0: Why, why a whale shark, sir?
1: I don't know, it's it's a scary. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. I mean uh, like I, I saw this documentary as a kid yeah. and there was some whale sharks on it and it was this
0: otherworldly creature that I couldn't imagine existing so yeah so so Dreadhalls is is it, it, it it's a game it's a demo to an experience about death and 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 and, and you know the more the morbidity of it would you rather since since we're in that sort of in that same vein would you rather die in space or die uh at the bottom of the ocean
1: well in space i mean it's more beautiful i think yeah
0: would you rather fight off a mummy or a zombie oh a uh, mummy i guess i
1: mean zombies can bite you and you know they get disease
0: but... <laughs> very true very good very well thought out of um, would you rather uh experience virtual reality like the matrix like all of a sudden you wake up and you're like, holy fuck, everything was a dream. <laughs> or would you rather be inside, never knowing the truth, kind of Matrix? And what I'm asking is, would you take the red pill or the blue pill?
1: Oh man, I mean, probably the red pill.
0: So you you would want to find out the truth?
1: Yeah, I mean, probably I wouldn't like the t- the truth. I I would regret, but you know, we just. Actually- <laughs>
0: What do you, since where in the, would you rather, uh, I have a random question. Do you think, uh, you know, there's people who say like, hey, how do we know you're not stuck in a simulation um, designed by human beings thousands or hundreds of years from now? Like, how do we know, you know, one one comment that I read on Reddit once that, that had a really big effect on me was this guy said, uh, I don't know if jokingly, but I was like, holy fuck. Uh, he said something like... Um, how do we know this reality we are all experiencing isn't just the tenth iteration of the Rift? You know, <laughs> how do I, because this is this is uh, we have a developer's kit. This is this isn't even this isn't even a consumer model. Like, imagine what the tenth generation Rift will be able to will do. And so th- that question made me think like, holy fuck, I don't know. <laughs>
1: Does yeah, that... you can uh, I mean, and probably it wouldn't matter
2: mm-hmm.
1: if it's all a simulation. Yeah. What's, it, what's the point?
0: I mean. I guess it's 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 just kind of crazy that we, we we there's so much we don't know and there's so much we don't know that we don't know. Um, and maybe
1: it... the rift or virtual reality when it's more developed.
0: Mm-hmm. Or
1: will help to answer the things. Hmm. I mean, I guess we might learn a lot about ourselves, uh, how we we perceive the world around us. Mm -hmm. Um, We'll have to see.
0: Would you rather... Yeah, that's a a good point. Would you rather uh, be inside the Star Trek universe or the Star Wars universe?
1: Uh, (laughs) Star Wars, probably. Tell me why I mean it's it's fun. (laughs) I mean Star Trek is yeah again Oh people are going to pay me Okay let's question let's question
0: (laughs) Would you rather um uh would you rather surf for a living or skydive for a living?
1: What? Uh, I didn't get the first.
0: Surf? Like surfing Ah, or skydive?
1: Skydive. It's. I mean, I like the the dream of flying. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, feeling free, fly.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So probably.
0: Would you rather be uh, a an astronaut or the president of Spain? An astronaut. <laughs> that was easy. <laughs> Would you rather, uh, would you rather be a train conductor, uh, on a maglev train that flies, right? You know the the magnetized trains, <laughs> or would you rather be a submarine pilot?
1: Well, that's a weird. I know. I am uh, asking
0: you the most random things.
1: Submarine pilot, I guess. Uh, probably, is, I mean, a train conductor mm-hmm. probably doesn't do much. It's all automat- automatic. Mm-hmm. So submarine.
0: Would you rather live a thousand years or live or die by natural causes? If so, if I came up to you and I told you, Sergio, I I have this I have this pill um, that will give you a thousand years of life would you take it or would you just be like, no, I want to die with everyone else?
1: thousand years, please. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just think of all of the things that could, could be discovered on a thousand years or mm-hmm. the civilization will change. Mm. Um, maybe in a thousand years you don't really have to die. So, yeah.
0: You know, that's a good question. Like, that's a good point you bring up. Like, in a thousand years we won't have to die. Like, what is Maybe. yeah i i don't i i actually think you're right i think we we might be getting there like there's this there's one uh, video i saw or that like they're pro putting talking about a study that um their scientists already uh using uh bio like genetically engineered uh dna what am i talking about um <laughs> what they're doing is they discovered a way to reverse collagen uh, reduction. So basically, they can reverse aging theoretically. So we're, and this is 2013. This is like the dawn of the 21st century. And I'm thinking about like, damn, a thousand years. Like, I think, I think we might like live forever. I mean, assuming we don't blow each other up, or, or you know, like,
1: yeah. yeah. And there is also, you know, consciousness transfer and. I mean, if we really create the metrics. Mm-hmm. What what's stopping us for transferring our consciousness there and living out there, living always in others? And yeah, I guess some people want like that. Uh, there's also that possibility.
0: Let's go deeper because I you brought up a very interesting point. What if I what if I decided that once the matrix is around and I don't want my grandma to die, what if and, and my grandma doesn't want to die, what if I what if we upload her consciousness to the to the matrix and every time and then her body her physical body will go away but her consciousness will be inside the matrix. I wonder I wonder if will that will she be considered alive? Will she be considered a human?
1: I uh, guess. Figuring this out is the next challenge for the next century. Hmm. Um, What if this has already happened and we are living in the simulation?
0: Yeah, (laughs) it all goes back to the same circle. (laughs) (laughs) Damn it, we don't know anything. That's what we figured out. (laughs) Yeah, it's 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 been it's it's there's fascinating questions that you know. I, I I I like asking and and you sir thank you for coming along on this on this on this weird ride, um so yeah it's okay <laughs> yeah I appreciate uh your your time and patience, um Sergio Hidalgo, with that being said do you have anything else in the back of your head that you'd like to talk about before we start closing off the show? No
1: not really It was a really good experience with you.
0: Uh, Thank you. How can people stay in touch with what you're up to and be up to date with Dreadhalls?
1: Well, I just made a homepage for the game, so just go to Mm dreadhalls.com, and that's it.
0: Can me ask you one quick question? Why did you name it Dreadhalls?
1: Uh, I'm really bad at names, so I just made a couple of lists of words, like Dread, Corridor, Room. Um starting combining those. Nice. And I end up with
0: the response. That's a very pragmatic approach. I I approve. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's really creative, I know. Uh, it works, man. It works and uh your game more than works. It it it, it scared the um uh, the brick size shit out of me and thank you. I appreciate what you're up to, man. I I really I, I keep doing what you're doing um and I want to keep up to date with what you're doing. So one more, one more time. Thank you for your time, Sergio Hidalgo, the creator of Dread Halls. Thank you, Chris.